0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, December 9th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The failures of the Obamacare website are many, but should they have been expected? Should those who opposed Obamacare from the beginning be pleased that the federal mechanism for extending coverage has performed so poorly? And how do we get to a system where transparent price signals are again a key mechanism in the health care system? Cato adjunct scholar Scholar Arnold Kling comments. still puzzling about healthcare.gov is that the president was a week, two weeks before the website launched comparing it to amazon.com.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's a it's an interesting comparison, uh you know amazon or kayak. And I think what people don't understand is that uh Amazon and Kayak didn't just sort of emerge out of thin air or they're not just they're not the, the the most natural result of trying to start a computer system or a web-based business. In fact, Amazon and Kayak are the rare survivors of a tournament involving hundreds and hundreds of companies so trying different business models, different technical architectures, different web designs and so we we observe the winners of that tournament, and we expect to match the winners of that tournament with something that was designed by a law, and by sort of a complex law with lots of sort of almost mutually inconsistent requirements. Um, but you know, the, the difference between having a computer-based business and observing the outcome of the market process is, I think, in some ways, the key lesson that people need to learn from this, that you should have more respect for a market process that winnows out all the losers. I mean, there were hundreds of healthcare.govs in the private sector. It's not like the private sector doesn't mess up, doesn't have lousy software, doesn't have bad business models. They happen all the time, but they are winnowed out, and as consumers, we get to enjoy the winners. Whereas when something is established by a legal process with a government monopoly, uh, the bad stuff doesn't get winnowed out.
0: So uh, if I understand you correctly, I'm hearing something Arnold Kling says a lot, which is uh, instead of markets fail, let's use government, you're saying markets fail, let's use markets.
1: Exactly, because markets have a competitive mechanism to correct failures, but once the government has failed – There's nothing left to do but make desperate efforts to fix it. Um, You can't – you don't have this – you don't have the alternative out there ready to bail you out.
0: And if I understand your point correctly, that mechanism hasn't emerged yet for this website because millions of people can't just walk away from it uh, and go to the other healthcare.gov down the block.
1: Exactly and 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 there's no then there aren't hundreds of entrepreneurs trying to jump in and take advantage of this by building competing sites because
0: they know that the government only backs one. There are some people who have taken inordinate pleasure in watching this uh, meltdown occur. Is that appropriate?
1: I have very mixed feelings about that. Uh, okay, so I'm against the healthcare law fundamentally because you know government taking over the system, you know, for again for the reasons of you know driving out competition and driving out innovation. Uh, and from somewhat from that point of view, do you want it to fail because of the website? Uh, you know, in the short run, I think it it's good for those of us who oppose the law because it creates kind of a negative aura around the Obamacare thing. But Long term, I'm afraid what we will create is a narrative that I'm sure progressives will push increasingly hard, which is that, ah, it was really a good program, but it got betrayed by by technical glitches. And so in the long run, they're going to – it may actually strengthen their defense. To put this another way, I think if the website and the computer system had worked perfectly, the – uh, Obamacare might have collapsed quickly and cleanly, cleanly based on the large number of losers who would have been revealed as losers from the system. So people would have very quickly found out that they were paying higher premiums for uh, coverage that had fewer doctors and uh, was less helpful to their particular uh, medical situation. And if and millions of people finding that out quickly uh, would have been better than this because this allows first of all the, the, it confuses the issue allows them to blame the technical system, and it also gives them excuse has given them an excuse to delay a lot of the implementation of the law, so that people don't see as quickly how badly it's
0: going to affect them. So the backlash doesn't come all at once.
1: Yeah, I think again, I think it, I think the whole the law could have failed. Qu- quickly and cleanly had the s- computer system work perfectly.
0: You know, I've been I've been thinking about getting back to a system that we had a long time ago with with healthcare, which is is definitely pre World War II. Uh, we've got all this great innovation that's happened uh, in the interim, but also an increasing government role in the healthcare sector. Um, for opponents who are looking for. A uh, return to market-based healthcare with consumers responding to price signals—that sort of thing. How do we get there? Do we just create some sort of opt-out, or uh, you know, Michael Cannon here says it's it's going to be ugly no matter what happens.
1: Oh, well, I think getting—you know—we can't even reverse six months. I mean, we've—you know—the you know, the, you know the insurance companies are, have already sent out notices to people saying that they can't be covered, and you know it's just an illustration of the lack of understanding of business processes that President Obama went up and said oh well we're, we're gonna we're gonna reverse that uh, I'm gonna by my decree at a press conference reverse that well
0: as if companies hadn't disinvested from those plans months a just, year ago
1: again he has no idea of implementation look at, at what the timeline has to be to set up a plan first of all uh, if you back working from the the back end the Um, The companies have to uh, be able to send out forms to people, letters to people saying, you know, this is how you enroll, these are your choices, this is how you do it. Uh, So then they have to set up their own internal processes to do that, but before they do that, they have to get the plans approved by regulators, and before they have to do that, they have to negotiate with providers, because they can't just say, well, I'm offering the same plan as last year without going out and negotiating with providers and getting rates. So it's, you know, he's, he's acting as if a, a process that probably takes eight months to a year can be compressed into three weeks.
0: And with at huge administrative costs.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, so it, it again just shows the complete ignorance of business processes. I don't know whether it's willful ignorance or just – he just has never thought about how you actually do something
0: in the world. Well, I think the sort of crude real politic answer would be he's just trying to pass the blame back onto insurance companies and say, yeah, these guys are the bad guys now because I said they could go ahead and do it. Although it's
1: interesting that a lot of the initial pushback came from the state insurance regulators, who said, "Wait a minute, it's our job to approve plans, you know, and we can't do that in three weeks. Plus, if we do that, we're going to be undermining uh, what little gains supposedly have been made by Obamacare." So, a lot of these state insurance commissioners just said, "No, we're not even going to go along with it. We'll not. We won't even approve, allowing." Uh, insurance companies to go back to those
0: old plans. I think it's well-established that wealthy people are always going to have the latest healthcare. That's not to say necessarily the best, but access to the things that are uh, most recent. Uh, So it it strikes me that if we're we're going to try to rebuild a healthcare system based on markets and people being able to interact relatively freely – it has to be some sort of opt out, some sort of franchise that allows people to to exit at at a cost.
1: Well, I, I think you can argue, or and I have argued that we're going to end up with a two tiered or multi tiered healthcare system no matter where we start. If we start with something uh, on the lines of Obamacare, where you know insurance is like a public utility and it's basically the government, you know, there's this very broad based government system, then Wealthy people who are not happy with it, for example, the people who notice that that their doctor isn't on the plan, will then, as you say, opt out. Uh, just as you know, wealthy people can opt out of the public school system when it doesn't work for them, uh, and that's one way to go. And I mean, another direction would be, you know, if we go back to sort of a, a more conservative approach, would be to give pe- uh, put kind of a floor under people's health care, give p- people. Um, you know, some everyone, some kind of voucher, some kind of catastrophic coverage. Uh, and then uh, that would be kind of the minimum coverage people have. And then, and then everyone who wants more than that would uh, spend their own money. Um, you know, the, the Obama administration keeps insisting that there's no alternative reform. Uh, I, I'm sure that they're going to repeat that and repeat that and repeat that to get people to try to believe it. But in fact, there are plenty of alternatives. And most of the alternatives uh, on the conservative Republican side involve some kind of uh, uh, sort of targeted protection for poor people, increased use of catastrophic insurance as opposed to comprehensive coverage, uh, so that uh, more people end up paying for some of the health care out of their own pocket. Uh, while being protected against catastrophic risk, and I think you know that's a perfectly legitimate alternative. But it, you know, you will, all the efforts are going to be made by the Obama administration to delegitimize uh, market-oriented reforms.
0: Arnold Kling is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. His book *Crisis of Abundance: Rethinking How We Pay for Healthcare* is available at cato.org.